We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. When Lewis Carroll wrote Alice in Wonderland, he probably did not see the Metro Theatre Company's musical adaptation coming. Metro Theatre's production of Wonderland, Alice's Rock and Roll Adventure, is currently playing at the Grand Dell. It's different, giving a 150-year-old story a very much updated 21st century look, sound, and feel. Joining me in studio to talk about this production are Lamar Harris. He's the St. Louis-based music director who wears many hats, including producer and manager. Jamie McKittrick, McKittrick, that is, is director, choreographer, and Sankofa B. Soleil plays Alice. Thank you all so much for being with us. Thank Thank you you for for having having us. us. Thank you. Our time is limited, unfortunately, but uh, Lamar, I'll start with you. Tell me about this Alice's uh, special world as produced uh, at the Grand Island. Well, it's a take on the original story that's uh, been scored with a rock and roll theme, uh, pretty much uh, under the leadership of our wonderful director, Jamie, who allowed me to pretty much do, I call it a Tony Stark, just pretty much take the music, throw up in, throw it up in the air and kind of really rearrange it and really stretch it to have more of a modern day feel. Uh, the original score is technically scored for... Uh, kind of a, a lot of different traditional instruments, but at the same time, it has a more of a B-52 slash Queen type feel. So I put it in a more modern day text to have a little bit more of an outcast slash Pharrell slash a little spice of Lamar Harris in there. Yeah. Jamie, are the characters on in this production pretty much the same as they are in the original Lewis Carroll? Yes, the characters are all the same. You'll see pretty much everyone that you read in the book or saw in any of the more traditional movies. But the difference is, is that they all play musical instruments, and almost every one of them engages with Alice through song. So it was super important to get in collaboration with Lamar to make sure that the songs suited each of the individual characters. And luckily, we already had a pretty good blueprint for that with the original work by Rachel Rockwell and Michael Mahler. Um, Yeah, up in Chicago. And then we just we made it so that it would sound like what kids wanted to hear today. Sankofa, tell me about your Alice. Um... This Alice is, I always like to say, seven and a half exactly. It comes up lots of times in the play. Um, I don't know. This Alice isn't a traditional Alice in terms of what I would normally think when I see Alice. One, I'm African-American, so that's the first take Mm -hmm. when you get to the play, you see that. This Alice, like the other Alice, goes on this adventure to find herself, to discover who she is, and she learns all these lessons through the other characters in the play. But she also does it, I feel like Alice is also learning how to conquer things via the musical instruments, via song. Whereas in the original uh, production, you don't get that when you think about the, I don't know what year, the original Lewis Carroll came out. 1865 or thereabouts, I think. But yeah, so. How difficult is it for you as a performer to be playing an instrument? You're bouncing around a lot, I'm sure. It's. It's an interesting balance. It's definitely testing my limits as an artist and a performer. Mm-hmm. At one point, I like Jamie has me flipping around on stage. I like do like some capoeira cartwheel moves halfway through <laughs> with a guitar on my back and in hand and in tow. Um, it's been 
challenging to learn just even the stage placements because I've been a musical artist but not an actress or an uh -huh. actor in any regard. So just learning where to place my feet, where to ground myself. I think the music was the least bit daunting. I was really concerned about remembering the lines. Huh. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's fun to run around and sing and play and engage with all these really magical psychedelic characters, characters you know in the play yeah uh, jamie it doesn't sound like you made it easier <laughs> on the actors no definitely uh, not mm. i mean i find a lot of value in having performances and theater that feels a bit like a dare to all of those who are involved in making it happen because then we all have to rise to the occasion mm. and then something unknown and magical can happen. Also, I have worked as a performer. As a performer, those are the types of things that I like to perform in as well. So no, I haven't made it easy, but I hope I've made it like uh, an exciting challenge that people are ready to sink their teeth into. Lamar, has she done that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm thinking as I hear you talk about it, and I obviously haven't seen the show, it's running through the, uh, the end of this month. Uh, I'm thinking of you're doing what this production does f for Alice in Wonderland, what Wiz did for The Wizard of Oz. Am I off base on that, Timor? Uh, not really. I, I would almost compare it a little bit like uh, what, the, what the story of Buddy Holly was at the oh. Muni, where you have a, it's an interesting situation because you have actors actually playing live instruments. Everybody's playing live, so there's no pit, which is a little more challenging. Uh, it's not just you have to learn lines, learn dance moves, uh, and the normal type of stuff you would do just in a regular musical, but you have an extra additive with the live instrumentation. So we have keyboardists, uh, guitar players, bass players, you accordion, uh, trumpet players, clarinet, you name it, we probably have it in there somewhere. <laughs> Anything else like this uh, been done before? Uh, not exactly. It's 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 a little challenging, you know, yeah. to be able to do a show like this. And I commend Metro Theater for taking a chance in doing doing a production like this because, like I said, with that added uh, layer of having to actually perform, it's it takes a little bit more concentration to be able to do it. Sankofa, what is your instrument? Um, throughout the play, I go between piano, guitar, electric guitar, and djembe. But Sankofa plays like. 30 instruments yes. in, 30 reality. in real life. Yeah, yeah, I do. How in the world did you get to that point? That's, <laughs> um, that's something else. I My great-grandmother was a church pianist growing up, uh -huh. and so my first instrument was piano um, in church. And then I went from piano, then I learned congas, then I started playing vibraphones, and I always just wanted more and more, more and more and more. Well, I guess you point, got there yeah. if you played 30 instruments. I, I, yeah, I was exactly. disappointed to find out that she played cello because if I'd have known she played cello, I would have <laughs> found a way to get this cello. Yes, in. I agree with this. <laughs> Bounding around the stage with a cello might not be the easiest thing I can think of or, or a piano, come to think of it. If you've seen this show, they probably would have figured out a way. Right. They would have probably gotten me an electric one or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Jamie, who is the audience for this uh, play? Well, the play is for young audiences. You know, mm. Metro has a pretty incredible mission that's about honoring the intelligence and wisdom of young people. Um, however, I believe it's something that parents could come and see. Uh, really little ones could come see it. My nephew came to see it, who 
it just turned five and he sat the whole time and was bouncing and dancing. So we have something for everyone. I heard there were high school students there today and they were super into it. There's something for everyone. I mean, the story itself, the narrative is what is important, right? It's about a young woman finding her voice and being able to then have a positive effect on the world. Um, So that's, I think, fairly universal. But in terms of just the incredible mastery of skill that's happening on the stage, everyone will be excited mm-hmm. to see that. As Sankofa said, that is a psychedelic production, and <laughs> kids always love that. There's no question about it. Yeah. We, we have one of the numbers from the program that uh, we'd like to play at least part of, and Lamar, I'll come back to you on that. What we've got is uh, Keep Your Temper. Oh. Why don't you tell us what this is all about, and then we'll have a listen. Well, this is actually the Caterpillar song, uh, which I totally rearranged. So we brought it up to have a little bit more of a neo-soul, soulful type feel. And uh, Shannon, who plays the Caterpillar, is doing a wonderful job singing it. Mm. Uh, Singing it while playing what instrument? Well, actually, she's just just singing it in in a... I don't even know what she's is she in she, a box. She's in a. We have all kinds of secret surprises for the set. So the mushroom appears magically out of the speaker box mm. and has all kinds of black lights in it. So she's not playing an instrument in that moment because she's singing the whole time. And her instrument on stage is also clarinet, so it's hard to play a woodwind yeah. and sing at and the same time. And the ukulele. Yeah, ukulele. yeah, she plays the ukulele and the clarinet throughout the well, production. It's also hard to play those instruments when you have no arms. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Figure that out. Well, let's give a listen now to uh, keep your temper. I gather that uh, what you're doing pretty much is like this throughout the entire uh, production? Yes, uh, the style just keeps changing. So some songs will have a little bit more of a soulful feel. Some have a little bit more of a heavier rock feel. Uh, Some songs have an EDM feel. Uh, We even have a little Afrobeat even happening even during the Jabberwock battle. So, you know, it's kind of all over the place. What, what is your background? You're, you're from St. Louis or live in St. Louis? Yes, I grew up, went to Normandy High School, went to University of Missouri at Columbia. I'm a trombone player by trade, but I play all brass instruments. Uh, jazzer, work at uh, Jazz St. Louis. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, <laughs> but I love jazz, hip-hop, soul, and also uh, Moonlight is DJ Nooney. How, how did you hook up with this production? Uh, well, I was happy and fortunate that Jamie even asked me to do it. And I, and I was like, sure, why not? This is my first time working with her. And I was like, she just kind of just turned me loose. And I, was, I, had to, I had to be careful. Like, I can stretch. But uh-huh. I was like, man, you know, you don't want to overstretch. And, and, and it's just been a wonderful experience and stuff. So That's a great privilege for an artist to be able to stretch, to be given the opportunity to try things that other people haven't been able to try. Right. 
and 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 it's been fun working with this wonderful cast. Uh, you know, every cast member is their own artist. Uh, they have other projects that they're involved with, or uh, solo product uh, projects. And to be able to work with them to develop these characters and these sounds to fit what they're doing on stage has been a wonderful experience. Sankofa, I want to learn a little more about you. Uh, where are you from? I was born in Houston, Texas. I have traveled so many places far and wide since then. My family's also from California. I'm a military kid, too, so, so I've, I've been all over the place. And what about your, I mean, 30 instruments, uh, that to me is still 30, still 30 is, a, is a slight exaggeration, well, but... whatever it is, if it's 28, <laughs> it's, it's, still, it's still an awful lot. What about your show business career? What, what have you done? Um, I started performing. I had a band in St. Louis, Androbeat. We were a gender and genre non-conforming band mm-hmm. here. And then from there, I've been working as a singer-songwriter. I was invited earlier this year by Peter Yarrow to go join like a songwriting coalition. So I've been writing songs behind the scenes. I do a lot of activist songwriting. I do a lot of songwriting for different artists, youth, um, youth groups. I did songwriting for March for Our Lives. I, I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah, what sort of activism are we talking about? Um, I've done a lot of extensive work with environmental activism. I used to work for Greenpeace. I was a climber with Greenpeace for a while. I've done a lot of work with, I mean, when Movement for Black Lives was kind of like at its peak, I was doing a lot of work with them. I'm, I'm an activist for all things. Intersectionality is my go-to. So um, Good for you. And Jamie, let's come back to you. You say you have a background in, in performing, on stage performing. Yes, I, I grew up in St. Louis and then was based out of Philadelphia for a really long time as an artist. And the Philadelphia performance scene has a lot of cross-pollination between genres. So I started mm-hmm. off as a performer, as a dancer, as an actor. I danced with Coca Dance growing up here mm-hmm. and um, and just moved slowly mm-hmm. but surely more into directing and choreographing and self-producing, making my own work mm-hmm. as well. So I have my hands in a lot of things. I also teach at a number of universities in the area from right. time to time. We've only got about a minute left. Uh, g- give me a commercial for this production uh, how you s- sell it to our audience all right well i will say that if you want to come see a show with some of the most exciting theater artists and music artists in the city wonderland alice's rock and roll adventure is going to be the way but also it's going to give you a real wonderful girl power extravaganza experience where you through the characters learn what it is to truly be a queen which means to be a good citizen and take care of other people in a second or two sankofa what's next for you very quickly what's next after this yeah Seems to be more acting, everyone keeps saying. All right. I haven't quite decided yet, though. We'll look for you. We'll look for you. Lamar? Uh, I'm actually working on a project with actually Opera Theater with uh, Terrence Blanchard, so I'm excited oh, about oh, that. Well. And for more information about this wonderful production, visit metroplays.org. We're going to put a link to all of that uh, on our website so people can find it because there are a number of uh, different uh, times in, uh, for the show. Thanks to Lamar Harris, the music director for it, Jamie McKittrick, director choreographer, and Sankofa B. Soleil, who plays Alice in the Metro Theater Company's production of Wonderland, Alice's Rock and Roll Adventure. It's playing at the Grand Dell through December 30th. Again, play dates and times are on our website. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.